0: We all have to support each other and keep pushing each other. There is nothing more important than women supporting women. Kelly taught me that women in sports are all here not only to advocate for change and what's right as well as stand up for ourselves, but also to bring others up in the process. At the end of the day, we are all fighting for the same cause, equality doing what we love regardless of the sport. To all the young girls, who one day hope to work for the NFL or make it big in the sports industry, remember to stand up for yourself, but also for others. Halftime, halfway, we're going to hear all about discrimination and stigmatization in the sports industry. But not just from me. We're bringing in the experts, pro athletes, coaches, journalists, and so many more to tell you about their story. It's time to crank up those stadium lights and shine them on the extra challenges that women in sports have to overcome every day. Welcome back to the seventh episode of Halftime, Halfway. Today, we are interviewing a very special, hardworking woman who has broken huge barriers in football at the highest level, the National Football League. Kelly Klein, the Minnesota Vikings manager of player personnel and scouting coordinator, has taken the NFL by storm in the front office. Kelly has worked her way to the top with integrity, love, and support for all of her colleagues. Today, Kelly will be telling us all about her journey to working for the Vikings, a little bit of insight on the miracle, a bit of family feud since she is from Green Bay Territory, and about why supporting others is so important, and so much more! Welcome, Kelly, to Halftime Halfway. Here is our interview! I absolutely cannot wait to hear your story, so can you tell me about your journey to becoming the Minnesota Vikings player personnel manager, as well as the scouting coordinator, and where did your love for football start?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, um, let me take it back here, I went to college at University of Minnesota, I guess before that, I'm from Sheboygan, Wisconsin, so I am I grew up close to Green Bay, believe it or not, <laughs> uh, I was a huge backer fan, I grew up with Brett Favre, he was my guy, like, obsessed with him favorite player still to this day love Brett Favre that's why I fell in love with football was because of Brett Favre so I never played football I know you know we didn't have anything like that you know how now there is now there's I played flag football in college you know at intramurals you know we played with a group of girls and stuff which was fun but that's the most I've played football uh so I went to University of Minnesota I studied sports management I wasn't sure to what I wanted to do with it um, I ended up interning with the athletic communications office at University of Minnesota. So I kind of wrote, like, game recaps for uh, the basketball games, for swimming and diving, for I did some rowing events. I did all random stuff. Like, you never knew what you were going to get handed to. Um, But I did work every football game. Not every. Almost every football game. Like, almost every men's basketball game. Uh, And so I also love basketball. Uh, Just kind of, like, running stats, helping the media, whatever they need. That's kind of what my internship was. So I did that for, let's see, two and a half years in college, and then my junior year of college, I had to interview someone in the sports field in Minneapolis uh, for one of my class projects, and I, one of my friends was interning with the Vikings as a PR game day intern, so I asked him if I could interview his boss, and he was a young dude, really cool, so I went out to the Vikings facility to interview him, Didn't, You know, just was doing this for my class. It was literally due, like, the next day, so this was me trying to, like, oh, crap, I need to find somebody. <laughs> so I interviewed him and asked him all these questions, and he kind of asked me, he's like, well, would you be internship- or interested in game day internship and, you know, things like that? I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> so they ended up hiring me on a couple months later for, um, I did training camp and then a game day internship all, whatever that was 2012 fall it was, I believe, I think something like that. I think, or, Yeah, that's what it was, I think. I don't know. So I interned for the Vikings that fall, and then was kind of helping out in the office as well, like one or two times a week. And then come, so this is my senior year, that spring, the scouting intern had quit right before the draft. Um, Oh, wow. So this was, yeah, so this was like in February or March, was in April, right? Mm -hmm. So they just needed help with someone, you know, this was nine years ago now, eight years ago. And um, we didn't have as much technology as we do now with getting guys' phone numbers and aging, you know, contacts and things like things like this that we now get automatically. We didn't used to have that, so they just need help like doing administrative stuff. So they asked me to help out because I just, you know, I just knew them from being building some of the scouts. Uh, so I helped out before that draft, and it was awesome. I absolutely loved it. Uh, and then kind of helped out a little bit after the draft too. And then um, in June, they hired me on as the intern, the scouting intern. Uh, so I did that for a year. And then they hired me on full-time as a scouting assistant, did that for a couple years. And then I got the college scouting coordinator job. Um, so that was kind of my next promotion. And granted, before like I came in, there had never been a woman in our scouting department, and especially not my role. There was no coordinator job. And after that, now I'm the manager of player personnel and a college scout so i've kind of weaved my own way and create like kind of created my own titles um because we haven't had a manager or player personnel and we haven't had a uh, scouting coordinator before i've kind of done that on my own uh which has been fun but i've also learned scouting and i still you know now i have five states that i go out and scout in the fall so i get to do that as well but i'm also in-house doing a lot of other things you know even right now i'm a lot of people are on vacation right now when I still have to do stuff because I kind of am the organizer of everything and <laughs> have to make sure everything's ready to go for when we do get ramped up again.
0: Well, that is an amazing journey. That sounds like <laughs> <laughs> it took a lot of steps, but you still, you still really broke a lot of barriers and like created a lot of positions. That's, that's amazing.
1: It's, um, it's been a lot of fun, and I've been lucky to, you know, I was kind of in the right place at the right time, but I also had made those connections and they'd seen me work hard, so... I gave
0: myself a little bit of credit, but... <laughs> well, I'm sure more than a little, but... <laughs> Anyways, working for an NFL franchise is one of my personal dreams, as I also grew up with football, and it became my, like, favorite sport really quickly. Um, Can you tell mm-hmm. me what a normal day looks like for you, and what your favorite part, and what is your, like, what is a challenge that you go through?
1: Yeah, so I'll first start with my favorite part is um, getting to work with the people I work with. Um, our scouting department and all of the guys and girls I work with and the coaches—I mean, it's—we're literally a family, and that is my favorite part of my job. Is you know, it doesn't feel like work ever because you go to work and you have fun. You're around football, you're watching football, you're interacting with your coworkers who are also love football. Like it's—I absolutely love going to work, and I, uh, our group, our our scouting crew is just such an, an incredible group of people. I'm really, really lucky to have all of them. and we literally are like a family that is my favorite part of my job because it it, you do need to be able to be happy every day and enjoy Mm -hmm. your job every day and they make it possible for me to do that also because i love what i do but you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um my challenges i think i like i'm hard on myself and i always want to do the best i can i always want to do everything i can i want to you know i want to keep bringing mirrors i want to keep keep growing and keep you know improving my career um I get really frustrated when I feel like I don't know something or I feel like I'm kind of behind some of the guys, you know, like Mm -hmm. I, I didn't play football and I'm still learning to this day and I will continue to learn every day as, you know, as my career goes on, you know, about positions or about defenses or schemes or whatever. Like I, I, that's what just frustrates me sometimes is that I'm still learning, you know, but everyone is still learning. Like that's the thing. And I just have to remember that. Because a new coach comes in, you got to learn a new defense, you know? Mm
0: -hmm. And I just, with myself, I just always want to know what I'm doing. So that's my biggest um, struggle
1: is just feeling frustrated at times, uh, which is is because I'm really hard on myself. But I think that, I guess that's all I can say for that. And then what was the first part of the question that I skipped over?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, what does a normal day look like for you?
1: Oh, yeah. During the season, when I'm on the road, you know, I drive from school to school of mine, and I go in, I interview, or I sit with the coach and the pro liaison and the trainer and the strength coach. You go to practice. You get to meet with the kids at some school. So that's what a day looks like on the road in fall, and then you go and watch the film, too. So that's in the fall when I'm on the road. When I'm in the mm-hmm. office, I also help with our special teams advances. So every team we play, we do a three, a four-game advance on so, offense, defense, and special teams. Mm-hmm. So, I do have our special teams advances as well. So, I'm in the office watching film and, and um, basically just breaking down the team we're going to be playing, uh, you know, whatever team I have that week, the last three games of theirs, and, or four, sorry, uh, last four games, and um, kind of just chart their special teams so we know who lines up where and who how we're going to basically game plan for them on special teams. Um, so that's what I do in the season. Postseason um, is when I'm actually the busiest. I do our when we before the draft, we can bring in uh, like 30 guys for visits. That's we call it our top 30. Uh, I do all that. I plan all that, and I reach out to agents and make sure I can, you know, get all these guys fly, you know, to fly in at the same time. I would do a big dinner, and I book the flights. I kind of just do it all. That's like my baby of the year, <laughs> <laughs> getting that out. Yeah, I'm getting the schedule. You know, every guy has 15 minutes or whatever It's 20 minutes to meet with. This coach, you know, our GM, our citizen GM, this, put an hour with the position coach. So trying to get that figured out. Uh, I also help with, you know, I go to the All-Star Games in January. I go to the Senior Bowl. I go to the Combine. Uh, and I also help kind of organize those as well. Uh, and then pre draft I do a lot of stuff for our GM. He's very, very detailed, and he <laughs> likes a lot of kind of spreadsheet things. And he, like, he likes things laid out certain ways, and I've been with him for nine years now so i know exactly how he likes these things so i spent a lot of time doing that and just kind of laying things out for the way he likes it so that's kind of my recap of the year and right now is my downtime which is very nice
0: <laughs> that sounds amazing that sounds so, so cool like you get to see all these cool events meet like tons of players and that that's so fun
1: that that's what i love great. too is going to like when you get to go to the all-star games at the combine like I love meeting these kids, you know, like you watch them on film and you hear about them on ESPN and all this stuff, but like, and then you just to sit down and talk with them. I absolutely love that part and like really getting to know who these guys are and their background and, you know, can they fit in with our team and like, because obviously we already watched the film, like that's not my job to draft him, you know, obviously I have my input and I write my evaluation, but I need to know the kid personally and I need to you know yeah. stay in touch with him and so I think that's a really cool part too
0: that sounds so perfect
1: <laughs> yeah it's fun
0: um yeah I think that one of the most important parts of doing a job is loving it for sure because otherwise you're gonna be unhappy right and when you love something like it no longer feels like work
1: 100 percent, and I'm a firm believer like you have to live your like you have to be happy in life like I'm life is way too short to be unhappy to have a job you don't like like that's why I'm so lucky to do what I do because I know it is a lot of sacrifice as well a lot of time sacrifice but I don't know you make it work and you have fun every single day so
0: <laughs> definitely I've been asked to prove myself as, like, a basketball player because I'm female and also a football fan with the classic uh, terrible comments like, name five other players on um, the Patriots besides Tom Brady. Or, like, considering, like, all the glass ceilings that you've broken becoming so successful in the NFL, I'm sure that you've had a lot of mm-hmm. that as well. Um, have you ever received disrespectful comments or rude remarks with the public or even with colleagues, and how did you deal with them?
1: Not with my colleagues, just because we're all... They're mm-hmm. all really supportive, and they've helped me this entire way. Um, now I'm at the point where I, you know, you just get to know everyone in the league, you know, the combine and stuff. So not, you know, mm-hmm. not really anymore. But my the one story I've told um, that I, that's I did was I was at a pro day, and this was, like, the first time I went on the road for pro days, probably four years ago now. Um, I was at North Dakota State, and this player, we were all, you know, we were at the pro day. Uh, in March, and we were all kind of lined up on the end zone and watching these guys work out. After they were done, they came over, and this one kid came and shook everyone's hand, thanked all the scouts for being there, and I was at the end of the line, and he shook the last his hand, and then he just kind of looked at me and walked away. Oh. I'm like, are you kidding me? You saw me here all day doing exactly whatever the scout was doing, charting you, like, writing down your measurables, and he, I was the only one whose hand he didn't shake. I'm like... Wow. wow and I went back and I told our GM this because he asked me how it went on my first pro day and I told him that and we literally remembered this kid because he wasn't going to be drafted or either or you know probably even signed but he was probably going to come to our rookie mini camp you know like called the wild type thing we call it and we scratched him we're like he's not coming like that it was so disrespectful yeah. I'm like are you freaking kidding me that's terrible so that's, <laughs> that's the only time I've been like I really felt disrespected there's, kind of, there's probably some other moments where I've and like, I don't know, you just feel like, especially some of the old school football guys don't always get it. And, they you know, it's it's getting so much better now, thank God. But when I first came in, there wasn't any other, there was one other woman at the Combine. And, I mean, that was it. Now, things like every team almost brings one or two or three. Which I mean, we still have a ways to go, but we're getting there. <laughs>
0: well that's that was obviously very disrespectful and um i'm sorry you had to take that but it's really great that like your colleagues and like everyone in the work environment is so supportive that's that's amazing that's definitely progress
1: yeah they all help me I mean, especially when i first was starting and i still do sometimes that they'll just break things down or if i have questions i can go
0: to anyone and i don't, i mean no one should feel ashamed if you have questions that's how we all learn so definitely i just go and ask <laughs> it I have a fun question for you now. Um mm-hmm. so I know you were born, um, in the Packers area and uh with Brett Favre and in, in Wisconsin. Um, how is it working for the Vikings with your family and friends?
1: <laughs> it's horrible. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, so honestly, the only person in my family that is converted is my mom. She is <laughs> the only one that is full on Vikings. And my my boyfriend's actually from my hometown too. We just started dating like a year ago, but Even he's converted a little bit. Like, he'll wear Viking stuff, even during pecker-viking games, because he gets it. You know, it's like, (laughs) this is my career. If we lose, we could get fired. You know, like, my other family, they do not get it. So I have six nieces and nephews. Actually, my sixth nephew was born this morning, so that was exciting. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Thanks. And we didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. And my brother has two girls, so it's his third kid, and we didn't know what it was going to be. And so he was so excited it was a boy today. So that was big news for our family today. But anyway, besides the fact, (laughs) my sister has three boys and her oldest boy, when he was born, he's almost, he's almost five. So when he was first born, I bought, I'm like, oh, here's like a Vikings bib and whatever. And I don't know what I all want. And my brother-in-law literally took it and threw it in the diaper garbage. Like, and he was not joking. He's like, don't you ever bring that stuff in my house again. And it's, it's true. Like my sister will kind of support me, but her husband is still Packers. He's like, absolutely not. And like even when they, it's like the Packer game, they all come up and I let them go on the field pregame. They're all in Packers gear. I'm like, I'm done with this. I'm you guys are this is I've cut the I'm I keep saying I'm gonna cut the cord and this year no one's coming because of obviously COVID. But yeah. I'm like I'm just over it. I'm like you guys need to freaking support me. <laughs> <laughs> but it causes it's I mean it's tension, but it's also we joke a lot about it and we give each other a ton of crap. So I just love when we win makes it so much
0: better. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I totally feel that. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you, how are you a Patriots fan then?
0: Because of Rob Gronkowski, like that honestly was like my huge tie to the Patriots. Like I watched him straight Mm -hmm. out of college and out of the draft, and like he just became so like important to me as like a person because like I loved his personality, but also his playing style, and I just wanted to like play like him like through all like the other sports. So like that's like when I became really interested in football. Yeah, like it became Gronk. But now I don't really know how I feel because he's in Tampa Bay. (laughs) I know. I'm gonna say now what? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, my goal is to get back. To the Boston area, so I can go to all the Patriots all right. games and like um just see more of like them and like hopefully maybe and then work for yeah. them. Yes, that is the dream. <laughs> that is definitely the dream. But like yeah. that's awesome. My whole room is like Patriots themed, and like when I look straight up, there's like a six foot poster of Gronk on my wall. So yeah, that's
1: weird. I love it, but I'm just gonna tell you. That was me with the Packers and Green Bay and everything. And then the Vikings hired me. It took me like three years to get over this. Like, it was not hard to, or it's not easy to look on my Packers. Like, that was everything <laughs> of my life for 20 years or 23 years, whatever. Yeah. So, I'm just, you know, if another team comes calling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's what that my mom it. was telling me. She was like, what are you going to do if another team that isn't the Patriots reaches out to you like yeah. in the future? I'm like, I don't know what I would do, honestly. I,
1: you'll, you'll take whatever you, trust yes, me. You I just will. gotta get in. And yeah. I, even now, I'm like, I, I, I don't like the Packers right now, but like, would it be cool to go work for them? Absolutely. I mean, that would be <laughs> be closer to my family, too. But whatever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways, here is a more serious question. <laughs> so, with the NBA players and um, making exponentially more than WNBA players, and the women's national soccer team and hockey team even staging protests, I personally believe that the pay gap for women's athletes is disrespectful, and I also read about the yeah. women's USA track team protesting the rule about losing sponsorships for pregnancy, but what is your opinion on this topic, and how do you believe we can fix this?
1: No, I'm right with you. I think it's, excuse my language, but it's complete bullshit, and yeah. especially with, I mean, women's soccer, the US women's soccer team is a perfect example. I I was like, I became, you know, I think we all did this. Whenever they won, and they came back in the parade, I was, like, addicted to them. I couldn't stop watching everything. I couldn't stop supporting them, like... And I just can't believe, still to this day, that they're still freaking fighting for it, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the current status is of it right now, but it's absurd. I mean, they're way more popular. They win more. they I mean, they have more people watching them on TV, more people. It's absolutely crazy to me that they are not... They should be getting paid more than the men, if anything. I mean... I don't know, I could go, trust, I get heated about that as well, but I I, I think it's, I think it'll change, I think, I'm praying it will, hopefully, you know, as we start, you know, women, you know, women are just, we're, I I don't know what the word is, but we're freaking awesome, and like, (laughs) we deserve every single equal opportunity as a man, and I mean, I know people make the comments of NBA versus WNBA, and TV, my, you know, they don't get TV rights and everything, but the games also aren't on TV. Like, how yeah. come they don't play them? Like, even when the the links are playing up here, they're not on TV. Like, some, sometimes you just can't find them. Um, why is this not being aired on television? Like,
0: yeah, I don't know. I think I just, it, yeah, starts with the publicity for sure.
1: It sucks. And also, these women like they don't real like this is the thing. Men, yeah, they can go, they can have babies and still be playing all the time. Women, I, I give these women so much credit for being a professional athlete. And you know, potentially being a mom or wanting to have kids or whatever. This is. like that is so freaking hard, and okay. they should be getting paid. I mean, it's I give them so much respect for what they do. It's
0: it's mind-boggling to me that this is still a debate. And oh, yeah, for sure. Know. When like Serena Williams was playing while pregnant, I thought that was so that was oh amazing. My God,
1: incredible. Are you freaking kidding me? Like what? <laughs> That's so awesome. I know no male will ever do that ever. I mean, it's just yeah they can be a dad but they don't have to put their body through that and get yeah. their body back into shape after it like oh yeah i could go <laughs> i don't know,
0: I don't know. <laughs> that's how i feel about that <laughs> oh yeah for sure me too i totally agree with you anyway um you've been with the vikings for many seasons and i'm sure that there were many many special moments but what would be like your favorite game or your favorite moment from your entire experience with the vikings
1: God, I probably have to go to the miracle. I mean that that was just it. Literally, just gives me a chill thinking about it. It was just incredible. It was so just being there, and literally our our scouts box is right next to our GM and our cap guy and our gym. Mm-hmm. It's just a glass like glass, and it's open, so we can kind of hear each other. Our cap guy jumped up on the table and jumped into ours, and it was, it was all over the place. Like, and then being in the locker room after that, I mean, it was the coolest experience I've been a part of in sports. Like just to be able to be in their locker room after that and everyone was like crying and hugging each other. Like just, you know, I can, we could not believe that just happened. I mean, I wish the next week would have turned out better because I think we celebrated too hard and you know, (laughs) (laughs) but for being with the Vikings, that, yeah, that game really. And, and another game I will say was when, gosh, this was, what year was that? Twenty sixteen, seventeen. When we won the division at Green Bay, I was at that game actually mm-hmm. in the stands, and that was absolutely incredible. That was I'll never <laughs> forget that one, just because we finally won the division, and it was at Lambeau Field in December, and that was the icing on the cake for me and my family and my <laughs> my situation. Oh, so that's another one too.
0: What to, what, did, what did Stephon Diggs say after that uh, Minneapolis miracle?
1: <laughs> He was just. We were all just not speechless, but like kind of, you know, like that just just happened. But I think the guys all went out to party too hard, and, <laughs> and then we get laid an egg versus the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That's, that was very very fun. Sounds like it's an just amazing. Cool. Like, I just want to go to the Super Bowl, and I want to win the Super Bowl. But even to get there is so hard, and yeah, oh, that would just be so cool.
0: Well, there are so many seasons to come, so I'm sure that the great things are going to happen.
1: I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: do you have an inspiration? Is there someone who inspires you career-wise or just in life?
1: Um, I probably have a lot. I mean, I do have a lot. I When I first started my career, um, there was a woman, Ann Debner. She was our cap guys number two. She was, like, our manager of football operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really, really helped me um, in my couple first years just because that's when there weren't any women, you know. And she's a big-time feminist, big-time, like, supporter of me and of everyone. And, like, I went to her a lot. Like, I cried to her when I was doing with crap and, you know, I wasn't given the equal opportunities. I went to her and I'm like, what do I do here? And um, she was my number one as far as
0: in the building
1: and someone to look up to and things like that. I've always loved Donna Ponte. She's at the league office now you will fall in love with her, too. She's incredible. She's, she worked for the Dolphins for, the long, for a long time, and I think the Jets for a long time. And, I mean, she, the thing she's done now, she's at the league office and one of the, like, executive VP. I don't know what her title is right now, but she's very, very important. And she really break, broke a ton of barriers um, within the NFL for women. If you Google her, there's some really good stories and articles on her. But other than that, I think my my mom and my dad they both were huge, huge, huge influencers on me. My mom was like the most hardworking person of all time, and my dad. I mean, it's though I think they just made me who I am, and I look up to them and how they you know treat people and how they are energetic and they work really, really hard, and they grew up really, really poor and they came out of it. And my dad was the first one in his family to go to college. And well, oh, that's amazing. Um, I mean, just, they really, and my dad really pushed me all the time to always get a job and always do more and always try to, you know, keep going, so.
0: Oh, yeah. that's, that's great. <laughs> uh, okay, so this kind of goes hand, hand in hand with the last question, but um, has there been a moment in your career where you received support from another woman in, like, the same field and how was it impactful or, like, did, like, the camaraderie, like, contribute to your journey?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. So when I was saying, you know, there were only two of us at the mm-hmm. Combine when I first started. Uh, there's a girl, uh, Kate Koss, she worked for the Rams. She actually, she was, well, she started with Atlanta. That's my first, met her. I think she's Atlanta. I can't remember. And then she went to the Rams. Um, and she did, she was kind of the scouting coordinator, and then she kind of moved into more football ops, um, or like more operations, so team travel. Um, but she was with the Rams all those years that I've been here. Um, and she was also, actually, she was another one that really inspired me and I'm really, really good friends with her and talk to her still. You know, anytime something comes up with one of us, we talk. Um, she just actually left the Rams, gosh, I want to say in like January or so, and now she works for A Rod Corp. She's like big time at A Rod Corp, which is incredible. But anyway, she, yeah, us two were kind of the, two, the only two women that were there my first year at the Combine, and she totally took me in. She came up to me right away. You know, we, got a drink that night. We talked like it, she literally, she was so awesome. And I kept seeing her interact with everyone. I'm like, I want to be Kate. Like that is exactly who I want to <laughs> be. And she really took me in and we talked all the time after the combine. If you know, cause we both were dealing with the same things with, you know, kind of just getting that same equal, mm-hmm. just equality as the other male interns or the male assistants or coordinators. Like we weren't getting it. So we would talk and bitch to each other and things like that. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> So she was another, yeah, she was another one that's been a big impact on my career, too. And she, we're still good friends to this day. So I still look up to her right now. That, I mean, she still was not getting treated fairly at the Rams
0: last year. So that's why she left. And she got a great opportunity mm-hmm. and took it. So I'm proud of her for doing that. but Oh, that's, that's amazing. And, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely women supporting women is so important. One
1: hundred percent, yeah. We have to. I mean, we have no, I mean, I don't understand. People that don't, we have to all support each other and keep pushing each other.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. um Do you have any advice for young girls who want to pursue a career in football with like sports management or like the NFL?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, number one, freaking go for it. Gosh, we need more women, so I hope more women are going to pursue it. And I mean, number one piece of advice, be well, yeah, just freaking go for it. Number two, um, just work your butt off. I mean, learning in college, I did internships that were unpaid. I was broke as heck, like, I had no money, but I took every opportunity I possibly could, and I interned my first year for zero money. My second year, I think I got paid, like, $300 a semester, maybe, not even. Um, So just go and work hard, get experience, and next would be just build relationships. Like, that's how I got my job, was because I became friends with these scouts, and I met them all at training camp, and I, you know, it's just... Just be yourself and be, you know, obviously focus and work hard and put your head down at work. But you also have to be able to relate to people, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, gosh, I think being a woman right now is incredible, especially to get into the sports field, because everyone wants to hire women right now. And we are so important. And it's finally turning like the times have finally changed where people aren't questioning it, I guess I could say, especially in the NFL. And people want to hire women. And um, you just, you know, just freaking go for it and go – don't and don't be afraid. I was – I wish I would have been more confident my first couple of years and um, just kind of believed in myself more, but I didn't. And that's because, too, I was new in there, and they never had a woman, so I was very careful, and I didn't ask for anything or I didn't ask to have more opportunities or anything. But now that's totally changed. Now I go to my – I mean – I wanted a title change last year, so I just went to the GM and I said, Rick, I think I deserve this. I mean, I've been <laughs> here how many years? I do these things down this And I he goes, he's like, oh, yeah, well, let's freaking change your title. I'm like, are oh, you kidding me? That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, you just you got to be confident in yourself, and you got to not be afraid to ask for more and to do more. And that's I wish I could have told my younger self that. It's just to, I mean, go big. Just do not hesitate on anything. If you want to do something, or you want a promotion, or you want whatever it is, or you want an internship, go ask for it. Just go ask. You know, the worst you can hear is no. I was too scared. I think I was just too scared, <laughs> scared back then. But I wish I would have been more confident in myself and believed in myself more.
0: Well, thank you for telling me that because you, you've instilled so much confidence in me and like so many confi- so much confidence for other yeah. girls for sure.
1: No, I'm just so, I'm so proud of you. I'm like I know I don't know you that well, but I'm like <laughs> but I'm. This is so cool that you're doing this. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. I freaking love it. And I'm so, like, oh, I'm so happy that you're, that you want to work in the NFL and you want to prove people wrong. And you want, like, I think it's so important. And, I mean, you're going to change a lot of people's perspectives, which is freaking awesome. I, I just love it. I'm so excited for you. Oh, thank and you God. have a really, really bright future ahead of you, I can already tell. So, all right, well, it's nice talking to you.
0: You too. Bye. Bye. Right, Bye. I hope you enjoyed our interview on Halftime, Halfway. Special thanks to Kelly Klein for joining us and sharing her story. We hope you'll join us next week for another interview with another strong woman in the sports industry. But for now, the game's not over yet, so finish strong. Thank you so much for listening to Halftime, Halfway with me, Maddie. Remember to follow or subscribe. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to visit me on Instagram at halftime underscore halfway.